0: Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending.
1: Come on! Are you ready? On
0: 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah. Obviously, there's going to be some excitement, but, um, you know, There's still a task to do, right, and I still got to play well. So, um, um, you know, just being focused and, you know, really just taking it day by day and keep improving Um, just because I won the job doesn't mean that, you know, I can just get complacent. I got to keep getting better each day. Charlie Brewer on his goals for tonight's game, PK. Everybody wants to know, is everything he did at Baylor going to translate? A quarterback who throws for 3,000 yards. The Utes haven't had a lot of that, but when they have, they won 11 games. <laughs> okay,
1: great. Come on, go big! Go big! Uh, the team has a chance to go big, I'll give you that, yeah. I don't know what happened two years ago at Baylor matters today, but... Not that today literally is an issue, but going forward over the course of nine conference games, and <clears throat> hopefully for them if they get that far at 10th in the title game, uh, I, I, everything is different now. So the resume's there, the experience is there, uh, but we sort of went through this not quite with Bentley last year. I know, I know, and you don't want to go hook, line, and sinker two years in a row, right? I'm willing to go more than I went last year because, of course, I have retrospect, too, on last year, so that's much easier to say. Uh, But, you know, his resume is a little bit better, certainly, than Bentley was. But Bentley wasn't a player. I I don't know how else to say it, unfortunately. I don't take any glee in saying it, but we know that, man, he just wasn't what we thought he was going to be. So I don't want to heap too much pressure on this kid, but I feel better about him than I did Bentley. Sure, but the... Not not
0: getting to see all the scrimmages, right, and all of that, you know going back with Bentley, you go back and you look at the numbers, and he really struggled against the, the top third of the SEC. Ranked SEC teams, his team had a bad win-loss record, and the stats weren't as good. Now against the bottom of the SEC, even the middle of the SEC, he crushed it, right? So we've said for a long time, well, the middle of the Pac-12 is awesome and nobody realizes it, and that's why you get these upsets. So you can kind of see how it happened. So the reservation I have with Brewer is the one you brought up. Well, Pac-12, Pac-12 defenses, are they better than Big 12 defenses? Are the Big 12 defenses the worst defenses in the Power 5, and is it going to be a different deal when he changes leagues? And a lot of the yards he got, they were pretty easy, and he's just not going to get those easy throws here. You put doubt in my brain, PK.
1: Well, I'm not sure on that, yeah. I, mean, I know. All, everything you just said is legitimate, but I can't come to a conclusion, and I don't want to just be, oh, I'm going to give a strong opinion just to have a strong take right. when I don't really come close to really knowing for sure what to believe. I'm willing to see it and, and then go from there. I like the resume. <clears throat> I like what uh, Kyle and Andy Ludwig had been saying, uh, but I need to see it some more, and I haven't seen it at all when it mattered and we didn't see any spring ball for the first time ever uh i I think also well last year we didn't see the they didn't really have a training camp the way they traditionally have it but this was the first training camp we didn't even get to see the punters punt (laughs) and the players stretch at the end it was zero 100 cut off so i can go by what they say and i've talked to folks and all that stuff but i haven't seen i've literally seen zero we'll see it in time here but you know i think it's going to be okay to what level? You know, there's various levels of okay. Is it Rose Bowl okay? Possibly. Weber State's
0: offense, and we can get into this later in the show, uh, I think the U defense is going to dominate there, but the Weber State defense, and they play non-conference games last year, but you go two years ago, Jay Hill's defense, they went to San Diego State and played a 6-0 game, and they played a 19-13 game with Nevada. So, I know it's a big sky test tonight, and that's not the same as Pac-12, but I still feel like it's probably something because Jay Hill has had defenses that Mountain West teams, good Mountain West teams, have really struggled with.
1: Okay. yeah, I think uh, Cal, too, didn't they? Did you already say that?
0: Uh, I did not have a Cal score. I had uh, the they two gave, Mountain West games. They gave Cal
1: a, a yeah, quite a battle. I know you're a Mountain West guy, but they, uh, they gave Cal the battle a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was
0: four years ago. Uh, yeah. 33-20 in that game. All right, more on the Utes, and what do you think? What do you expect for the season? What are your goals? That is the question of the day. We will get to that coming up, so stay with us, Ute fans. It's 5.30 tonight on the Pac-12 Network, and the Ute pregame show right here on the Zone Sports Network with Hans Olsen and Frank Dolce starts at 4 o'clock.
1: Hashtag
0: college football. There are other games to check out tonight. Boise State and UCF is the headliner. Five o'clock on ESPN. If you want a conference game, Ohio State's playing Minnesota. In the Big That's Ten. not a
1: headliner. Uh, I was going to say it's Ohio <laughs>
0: State. Aren't they going to go roll these guys? It's still no.
1: Ohio State, though. No, they're not. I don't think they're going to roll them. They're going to probably. pick them to win, but Minnesota's got a really good program. Minnesota. That's got your Mountain West better. bias, right there. Ohio State's <laughs> playing, and Boise State is the headliner. Hey,
0: if it get, if I get that Ohio State Indiana game, that 42-35 thing, I'm all about it. I just hope Minnesota hangs in there. 6 o'clock on Fox. And later tonight, after the Ute game ends on the Pac-12 network, then Arizona State plays Southern Utah. That's at 8.30. Oh,
1: well, then that's the headliner. What were we thinking?
0: ASU's going (laughs) to roll, (laughs) SUU. Come on. Uh, Florida State is going to honor late coach Bobby Bowden. Various tributes, on-field logos, and his famous signature on the back of the football team's helmets. So, Seminole fans have that going for them. LSU football coach Ed Orgeron said on Wednesday that all the players, coaches, along with their families are safe after Hurricane Ida tore through the Gulf Coast this week. He said some families experienced severe damage to their homes and have been displaced by the storm because widespread flooding across the state of Louisiana. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I've been around enough quarterbacks
1: to know, you know, what they look at and, and do, and the great ones want that little extra thing that you can give them to make them even greater than they are. This kid uh, is the epitome of that.
0: Andy Reid praising Patrick Mahomes and his work ethic, right there. Mahomes, the next generation. Got to put Allen there. You got some other young quarterbacks you think are going to carry the league for a decade? Because obviously Mahomes. I expect Week One, the Chiefs. Will be yes, on TV in Utah. Of course, to I, I do. See Mahomes. What
1: a dumb question! The obvious answer is Zach Wilson. Your lack is. of respect and your repeated disrespect is just growing so old.
0: I expect he'll be on TV week one as well. The Jets opener,
1: and I expect he'll be playing in the Pro Bowl.
0: If you're in the super bowl you don't play in the pro bowl you know that i know
1: and i'm not picking the jets to go to the super bowl this year thank you for that uh, little lesson of league rules
0: raiders gm mike mayock telling reporters john and i will both tell you that we feel like we need to be a playoff team this year and i don't think there's any doubt about that you guys are all going to put that in your headlines and i understand it but that's what the expectation is we think we've done the infrastructure work necessary to put us in position and we got to take care of business
1: taking care of business
0: Raiders a playoff team yay or nay
1: nay hmm. They, I mean they were in contention a good while last year um,
0: Chiefs win the division there's three wild cards out there
1: well do we like anybody else out there as far in the division anyway better than the Raiders do you uh, just to see what the Chargers can do, man, Yeah, that's so a many wild close card. close losses. I know, that's a wild and, card. And I love Justin Herbert, and that's my Pac-12 bias. I'll be the first to admit it. So I'm um, just Raiders. Just to see I, what they can do.
0: More than worrying about one specific team, because once you're the wild card, you're competing not just with the division, the whole conference. Uh, you know, can the Raiders get to 10-7? Because they think 10-7 and 7 makes you a wild card. It, it may not. You may get squeezed out.
1: So, I mean, I think they, they a gets wild you. card. I put them in the, in the running, so I don't know that it'll do right. it. If you, have a maybe yes yeah. or no. I'd probably say no, but they right. got a shot.
0: Buffalo in the East probably wins the division, but maybe Miami could be a wild card. Jets and uh, Jets and Patriots going with young quarterbacks. Don't want to. Don't know if I want to pick them the for knife. ten wins He's right now.
1: Carve up the competition. Well, all of a sudden, that division is turned into a division of young quarterbacks.
0: All right, The old quarterback is 25. This is 20, a 22 22-year-olds, a 23-year-old, and a 25-year-old, I think. Yeah. Yep. Seattle Seahawks coach Pete Carroll says he's counting on left tackle Dwayne Brown playing in the team's season opener. Brown has not been practicing amid a contract dispute with the franchise. He's looking for a contract extension during the final year of his deal, the club reportedly prefers to go year to year at this point with the 36-year-old Brown. They'd also like a left tackle they could count on protecting their star quarterback. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. NBA-informed teams have recently issued laws in both New York and San Francisco about vaccine requirements will be enforced, including for players, for members of the Knicks, the Nets, and the Warriors, unless there is an approved medical or religious exemption from taking part in them. Both cities recently passed laws requiring some level of COVID-19 vaccination in various settings. And the thing I didn't get about this PK is that apparently this doesn't apply to visiting teams, and I don't understand that. But, nah, I guess there's plenty of things I don't understand. But watching the stories on that yesterday, reading them, that's weird. But doesn't impact the Jazz or whoever else is going in there as a visitor. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I know. You can't explain it. We can't explain this to each other. Go figure. Amidst ongoing reports that Ben Simmons wants out of Philadelphia's 76er Star Center, Joel Embiid took to Twitter to fire back on reports that there's a rift between the two All-Stars. Embiid tweeted, stop using my name to push people's agendas. I love and hate drama. I love playing with Ben. Stats don't lie. He's an amazing player. We all didn't get the job done. It's on me personally. I hope everyone is back because we know we're good enough to win. You buying that? Months after the playoffs, end, he could have said this a long time ago. This isn't like new reporting. The only thing that's new is that now Simmons says he wants out.
1: Yeah, so I think that once that Simmons said it, it became more of a story and, uh, you know, mb would probably decompress after the season and all that stuff. And now we're getting closer to uh, basically training camp opens. Well, training camp opens at the end of the month, so it's right around the corner, obviously. So maybe it was on his mind now. But I don't know that it matters. I, I can see why he wouldn't want to be involved in that. I mean, that's not his place. Uh, so wash your hands of it. Hey, don't blame me. I don't want to be a part of it. Because you don't need to be a part of it. Management's going to do what they do. Uh, really, irrespective of you, and I think if I'm in, if I put myself in Embiid's place, it's like, okay, who do I get? What do I get? Right. Because if I come out and say, yeah, I want him gone too, well, his trade value is already uh, decreasing. So now, if your star player comes out and says it, I want him gone. Then, man, what are you going to get? Twenty-five cents on the dollar at that yep. point.
0: And the thing is. For all of Simmons' flaws, and we all know what they are with his shooting and his free throws and not wanting to shoot and all that, they were a better team when those two guys were on the floor than when Simmons was on the bench and Embiid was on the floor. So if they don't get something good back, I get they're not good enough to win it all, and that's a huge flaw in Simmons' game, and yet if you move them, you could end up worse.
1: Well, the trade value is going down as yeah. we speak. Yes. And it's funny, you know, three years ago, such a big deal, Simmons or Mitchell. Uh-huh. Uh, what are we talking about here? This thing will be decided over the long term, not the rookie of the year. I mean, Mitchell, who remembers who got rookie of the year? I don't. Five years from now. did you remember who's the better <laughs> player. Could you imagine if if the Jazz called Philly and said, hey, we'll take Ben Simmons right now and we'll give you Mitchell? The freaking 76ers would throw a parade.
0: (laughs) They would. (laughs) Executive of the year, pick the Jazz pockets.
1: Yeah, and so if you want to know who's the better player, just look at it from that perspective. And if the Sixers called and said, we'll offer you Simmons for Mitchell, the Jazz couldn't hang up the phone fast enough.
0: (laughs) Anything else you want to talk about before I go? Because i got a burger to eat over here.
1: So that (laughs) settles the argument right there.
0: Uh, I called up list of the NBA rookies of the year obviously you know all their names but the type of careers they have vary wildly I mean you know Tyreek Evans he was the rookie of the year two years after Kevin Durant and two years before Kyrie Irving
1: yeah did he get suspended (sighs) is that his issue
0: he's been suspended before
1: yeah I think there's something this might still be active I've double check all that stuff but yeah, your point is. Yeah, okay, in back-to-back nice player, years,
0: but... in back-to-back years, Damian Lillard and Michael Carter Williams, one Rookie of the Year.
1: Uh, I think one guy's I'll take, career. I'll take uh,
0: Damian. Yeah, I know, right? One guy's career is uh, outshone outshone another. So. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. #Hashtag
1: Major League Baseball. Next delivery is hit high in the air to a center field. Backing up is Naquin to the track. It's gone. Big fly, Paul Goldschmidt. His second of the game, and the Cardinals retake the lead. Swung on and hit in the air to deep left center.
0: It is high. It is far. It is gone. A Judgeian blast. Aaron Judge powers one into the bullpens in deep left field. All right. Here Here's the pitch now, and Max hits a drive to left center field, and deep, going back, Rosario, he looks up, it is gone, a home run for Muncie, and the Dodgers strike first, it is 1-0. Highlights from Major League Baseball, the Dodgers sweep the Braves, they win 4-3, they move into first place because Milwaukee Wins their fourth straight. They beat the Giants 5-2, to two. so the Dodgers take over the spot, top spot and the Giants are now leading the wild card race in the National League. Red split a doubleheader. They've got the other wild card. They're a half game in front of the Padres. And the Dodgers and Giants, well, not yet because the Giants have to play Milwaukee today. But then, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you ready for a showdown?
1: early showdown but yeah i mean it's a very important series because you want to win the division to get out of the one game deal so i mean i guess in september you could call it a showdown still the first week of september but very very important games the dodgers start to open some distance i don't know that they will this is the first time they've been in a first place since april the giants have just been so good and they've come back to earth a little bit but there's still time for them to rally and they need to figure out ways to win ball games again and not think oh, okay we've had a good season and it surpassed a lot of expectations because right now your expectations are to go to the world series when you're this close and you know you got a decent pitching staff and all that stuff so we'll see what happens yeah but it's a big big deal there's a lot of close races you know the braves being swept by the dodgers and the, the phillies were rained out yesterday and, and uh Washington, but they've won four in a row. They're only a couple back. So here we are in the final month, and you know, this is the, the pennant stretch. This is what it's about.
0: Dodgers and Giants have split 16 games right down the middle, 8 and 8. This three game series are their last three games of the regular season. They may see each other again in the postseason. We'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, they both, what, what happens is they wrap this up, and then they both play the Padres a gazillion times down the stretch. The Giants. Have yeah, the Padres only have
1: two games remaining. I think they've got 28, and two of them are be- with teams. Well, one team, it's the Angels, below 500, mm-hmm. which is, I think the Angels are like two games under 500. Right. And the rest of them uh, are all against was, good teams. I was yeah. looking at a thing this morning, and you can go. I, I have the MLB app, and it and it has a whole thing on the strength of schedules of yeah. all the contending teams. And I was looking at it this morning, and that's what they were saying that they have of of the NL West anyway, they have the toughest schedule.
0: They've got ten games left with the Dodgers and six games left with the Giants, and that ought to be great news for the Cincinnati Reds.
1: Well, it could be great news for the Padres too.
0: Well if they can get to the wild card with this schedule, then they'll be a threat in the playoffs because they will have just done really well against two teams that have whether like, they're both are on pace for a hundred wins, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta gotta beat the best to be the best, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Yankees beat the Angels 4-1. to Shohei Ohtani, whiffin' PK. Whiffin'. That's I not part that of the
1: story. What's going on? Well, he's only a two sixty hitter, so it's not like he is putting the ball in play a lot anyway. And Garrett Cole is the best pitcher in the American and League. He and he struck out
0: 15 in the game, it, so he, he had, had it going. going. Yeah. yeah,
1: And they took him out after uh, seven. Seven innings, yep. Yeah, I had that game on. It started, it was a 5 o'clock start our time, which meant 4 o'clock over there. And they kept showing pictures of the beach going to commercials. It was bugging me. <laughs> but uh, Garrett Cole's, you know, him and probably Bueller the, for the Dodgers top two guys with DeGrom being out. But yeah, he was he was on top of his game, and that's what that's why they pay him huge money. Aces are there to stop losing streaks, and he did it.
0: Shohei Ohtani, oh for four with three strikeouts in that one. Uh, the Mets acting GM Zach Scott will not join the team for the upcoming road trip he was arrested on a charge of driving while intoxicated early Tuesday morning he'd reportedly been at a team function Monday night at Mets owner Steve Cohen's house in Connecticut but police found him uh, allegedly asleep at an intersection at four o'clock in the morning so I would think the team function didn't go that late but what happened in between who knows John Smoltz, uh, Al Leiter, not making in-studio appearances for Major League Baseball Network after refusing to get the coronavirus vaccine, according to multiple reports. And MLB Network's policy made it mandatory for them to be vaccinated, taking effect Wednesday, but they'll both be on the show remotely.
1: Okay, well, what happens with uh, Smoltz because he does... Uh, Games. Yeah. He does, in, yeah. So will on, he be
0: Will he be remote or will he be in the stadium? Yeah, I don't well,
1: know. Well, it's, it's not an MLB requirement. Right, it's
0: a network requirement. So,
1: if he's doing games on Fox, Fox, right? right. If
0: he's doing games on Fox, what happens? I assume he goes to the stadium, but you know, I don't know. Washington Nationals VP Bob Boone has informed the team that he will resign instead of complying with a COVID nineteen vaccine mandate for all non uniformed employees. He's a former MLB catcher and manager, and the father of Aaron Boone and former MLB infielder Brett Boone. The Boons have quite the baseball legacy.
1: Well, Brett Boone's son is in the Nationals organization. So,
0: didn't Bob Boone's dad play also? Aren't we already yeah, in the right? third generation? So this will be the fourth generation if he makes it to the bigs?
1: If he makes it, yeah. I don't know what level know or how much is. of a prospect he is, but reading the story this morning, I saw that they said his son, his grandson, not not the manager's son. The manager's brother, uh, his son,
0: yeah.
1: is in there. So, uh, But at the same time, they were saying that he is a... Bob Boone is a trusted advisor of Rizzo, the GM, and all that stuff for the Washington Nationals. So he could probably still do it, just not be on the payroll. He's 73 years old now. The he, was open. A, oh, he was a catcher with uh, all those great Philadelphia teams. Yeah.
0: The bees open a series against the Sacramento Rivercats tonight at 8 o'clock. Listen to the action beginning with the On Deck Circle pregame show at 7.50 with Steve Klauke. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Our guy Lincoln Kennedy is back for another year. The Raider Analyst, also the Pac-12 Networks. We will talk... College and pro football with Lincoln Kennedy coming up at 8 o'clock. Yach, what's his first assignment? Weber State, Utah. There it is. All his prep work will be on full display tonight at 8 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.